0: Welcome ready to Code Edge, the podcast. I'm your host, Mark Williamson, and my guest today is all the way from the US of A, Mr. Stephen Lynch. Ste- oh wait, he's not actually in the room with me. See what happened? Stephen's coming to tour Australia in late August. Dates are August 20th, Enmore Theatre, Newtown, Sydney. August 21st, the Tivoli in Brisbane, Queensland. And August 22nd, the Athenaeum in Melbourne, Victoria. For more information, go to stevenlynch.com No, it's StephenLynch.com and grab your tickets. He's a very funny comedian. Are, now, but what happened is we interviewed him, it was a week ago now, on a Tuesday, and we did it over the phone. He was all the way over in Minnesota. We were in Sydney CBD. Now, you're probably wondering, well, why don't you just play that interview, Mark? That's a good question. We will get to that interview, but I think I need to explain a little bit first. See, the interview with Stephen—he was great. He was funny. He told some good stories. I didn't ask the greatest questions in the world. Um, I well, look, look, what happened was we arranged we arranged to record the interview over the phone. So we needed a desk. I don't have a home phone, so we went into a little office. There were some friends of mine that I know. Uh, Techie Dave came in. We booked we booked a meeting room. And we went in there and we did a phone interview. Now, the thing with phone interviews you have to realise is when you call someone on the phone overseas, there's, there's a little bit of an awkward pause. So you'll ask your question like, How are you going? Fine, thanks. I know. And being an, being someone who's used to talking, like when we do the podcast face-to-face, I'm in the same room as people. You ask a question, you get an answer straight away. And also, a little thing about body language, I just didn't realise I underestimated. Like, you look at someone, and they look at you like, you ask a question, and they look at you like, that's a really stupid question, and you sort of have that mutual agreement. What happened with our interview with Stephen Lynch was, the first question I asked, and, spoiler alert, but I don't know why, I had a list of questions, I was prepared, i researched, I thought we'll have a chat, he's from Minnesota, I like Minnesota... Who doesn't? Mighty Ducks was set in Minnesota. I thought I'll chat about the Mighty Ducks. Well, no, not really, but the other thing, one of my favorite wrestlers and UFC person, um, Brock Lesnar's from Minnesota. I thought, cool, we'll talk to Steven. He'll probably know Brock. It'll be cool. And I had all these ideas, plans. I went and did, I looked at his Wikipedia page. I thought, oh, I had some talking points. All this in mind, I thought, this is going to be a great interview. Steven's going to love us. It's going to be so much fun. So I get there, We're, we had it, the telephone was on speaker, we had the Zoom recorder near it, I'm hunched over, I don't know why, I was hunched over talking in, the phone rings, Stephen's there, I'm like, hey mate, how you going? Good, you ready to do this? Let's do this. My first question, and I sort of, as I said it, I was looking at Techie Dave. Now, long term fans of the podcast, you've got to love Dave's work, he's he's genius, he's an engineer, he's really good, but he's an engineer, and Dave, he's not the most positive bloke. Hi, Dave, if you're listening. Um, and he's somewhat like, he calls a spade a spade. And when I, when something's done well, he goes, yeah, that was good. When something's not done well, he'll tell you that. So I, my first question to Stephen Lynch was, are you excited to come to Australia? And as it came out of my mouth, I sort of looked at Techie Dave like, what am I doing? And Dave looked at me like, what are you doing? And so there was that awkward pause that I don't know. I know it was the awkward pause was, from the phone interview, but I also think Stephen Lynch is probably like, I don't know, it's 1 a.m., I don't know what the time, we should have asked that would have been a good question. What time is it in Minnesota? I didn't ask that. But that would have been a good question, but it wasn't. So Stephen, to his credit, he gave a really funny response. So you'll get to hear that, but just when you listen to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I, I'll i learn for next time. So if there's anyone out there from overseas, any overseas comic who think we want to get on Skype we want to we want to do any phone if you, I'll learn better I'll do my research I'll get to know my awkward pauses I'm pretty good with interviews you know I like to chat to people probably better face to face though I used to in a previous life before I got into comedy sorry I'm waffling for those of you who are just like why are you doing this the reason the interviews only really 10 minutes and we're trying to stretch it out a little bit so if you want to fast forward just to hear Stephen Lynch I don't mind I'm going to waffle for a couple more minutes hopefully it'll be exciting Go to it's. It'll be the last fifteen minutes of the podcast. Oh, sorry, there'll be the exit music too. So, feel free to fast forward. I'm not that fast. If you want to listen to my voice, cool. That's awesome. Um, So, where was? But before, yeah, before I got into comedy, I used to have a little day job that I was a recruitment consultant where I'd interview people. If the right person was right, I'd set them up for a job. And one of my very first interviews was with a guy, and his name was spelt S for Simon e-y-m-e-n that's s-e-y-m-e-n now i interviewed this guy for over an hour the role he was going for i think it was something in logistics or warehousing i called him seaman and every question was like so seaman tell me about yourself what are your strengths seaman what are your weaknesses seaman and the interview was there was another consultant there and that it took effort for her not to crack up laughing the whole time. And this guy, he was it was nervous, he was young he was in his early twenties, as was I at the time. I'm not that old, but yeah, it was a while ago. And so he, he answered politely, he was really nervous. And anyway, um I thought, Oh cool, I did that and I thought, well I better reference check semen. So I rang up his referee and I said, Hi, I'd like to talk to you about semen. And the referee's like, What? Semen? Seaman and I can't remember his last surname and probably Phil Legal legal reasons Um, We don't want people Googling him So I won't But then I said Seaman Just say it was Jones Seaman Jones <laughs> Oh Seaman Staines <laughs> Sorry I've been watching Bebbs and Butthead So Seaman Staines And he's like No that's He goes Mate It's Seaman Oh He goes Did you call him Seaman For the whole interview? And I'm like, Yeah And he goes You better get him A job man and, like, oh, okay. and I did I did thankfully But The other <laughs> It doesn't end there Old Seaman and I remember ringing him up the day. Hey, Simon, why didn't you correct me? Because goes, oh, I was really nervous. And I go, yeah, look, just, yeah. But um, the recruitment company I worked for, they had a policy where when you put someone in a job, you have to send them flowers for their first day. Now, I was the only male f- recruitment consultant there. They were all females. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but Seaman's first job was in a warehouse. And warehouses, they're not the type of places where... and You know where a young boy should be sent um, flowers from a guy who called him Seaman. So I fought that, and I didn't. I ended up sending—I can't remember—we sent him something, but it wasn't flowers because I just can't send a guy. Oh, I can send a guy flowers. That's cool, but not a guy who's going to work in a warehouse with a name like Seaman. Seaman. So that—that was just a few things before we get to that seriously. If you want to fast forward, it's the last fifteen minutes of the podcast. I don't mind. Just a few things probably got to announce. Oh, you're probably wondering. Where's Techie Dave? Where's Josh? Good question. No one knows where Josh is. Uh, let to the intern, Ryan. Uh, at the moment, everyone's really busy. And that's a good thing, but not so much for the podcast. So going forward, a couple of podcasts, you're going to hear me a lot. So if you don't like me, sorry. Um, I'll try and get the others around as I can. Um, Ryan's pretty busy, but he's just got a new job. Techie Dave's he's, it's, he's He's got some stuff going on. I'll get... I'll, it's up to him to tell you what's going on, not me. Uh, don't worry, it's nothing like a, a crack problem or anything like that. It's all good. Um, Lester the intern, he works like fifty-four jobs. I'm not kidding. Like the other night, he worked a day job, a night job. I caught up with a beer for him, and it was just insanely busy. So, if you want to follow, if you want to catch up with Lester, the best is to follow him on Twitter at lesterdiamond28. Uh, he's pretty funny, and yeah. That's one thing he does with all these jobs. He always tweets, so keep up with him there. If anyone sees Josh Cohen, tell him to give us a call. We don't know where he is. Um, Yeah, hopefully he's doing well. We don't even know what he does, so catch up with that. Um, Go for it. We've got the Sydney Fringe Festivals coming up September 11th and September 18th. We are at the Factory Theatre. We're going to do the podcast live, and I've confirmed so far, Lester the Intern will be there. Josh will be there. I will be there. And a couple of special guests will be there. I can't actually name names yet. I'll give you one. Peter Mizell will be there. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And hopefully a couple more other names are there. If you go to um, the Factory Theatre to buy tickets, you can buy them online, factorytheatre.com or sydneyfringe.com. Check out comedyonedge.com as well. We'll put up the tickets there. Also, don't worry, we're getting to the Stephen Lynch interview in a minute. Maybe Stephen Lynch will come out for the Sydney Fringe. No, I'm looking at his tour now. He's in um, Europe, so he probably won't be, but you never know. We might figure out how to get the technology. We might Skype him in. So that's to look forward to the Sydney Fringe Festival. And also, if you want to tell us anything about the podcast, like, hey, I'd like to hear so-and-so interviewed. I'd like to hear this person interviewed. Or, what does, or if you think you know what Josh does in the daytime... Feel free to send us a tweet at ComedyOnEdge or tweet me at M underscore W underscore OH. Also, shoot us an email. I know not everyone's into the Twitter craze. Um, info at ComedyOnEdge.com. Shoot us an email. Also, if you're listening to iTunes... Sorry, this is I feel like I'm begging and pleading. If you're listening to us on iTunes, give us a rating. That'd be nice, some reviews. I know you're probably thinking, why do you ask that? iTunes is a funny beast in that it's not the number of downloads you have. or well, that helps, but it's something about the reviews and ratings. So if we got five ratings, we move up the charts, more people listen to us, and we like that. I know that I do this for fun. I just like sitting here talking to people, but it's nice to sort of see the numbers go up a little bit. So if you can help out, that would be awesome. Also, stay tuned in the next couple of, As we see here, after I... As I sit here recording this, I've got a couple of special interviews that we've done in the last couple of months that I'm going to put up. We've got one coming up with the amazing comedian Harley Breen. One with UK comic Alexis Dubas. That's that's a really funny episode. Plus, I've got some other name. There's two, two interviews that I've got. One's coming up this week and one's the week after. I really wish I could tell you guys who they are. But just stay tuned, if you're not subscribed, subscribe, because we may slip one of these interviews in with very little fanfare, because he's a very, very popular man, so make sure you check that out. Alrighty, that's enough waffling for me, I'm sorry, this has been Mark Now. What I'm going to do now, I'm going, the entrance music is going to play, then we're going to come back with a phone interview with Steve Lynch. It's me and Stephen Lynch, Uh, for more information check out stephenlynch.com, and yeah, techie dave was in the room but he didn't say anything so i guess all that's left to be said is dave hit the music Stephen Lynch, welcome to Comedy on Edge, the podcast. Now, you're coming out to Australia, Are you excited? Um,
1: yeah, I guess. <laughs>
0: so, what time of day have we got you over there?
1: Of course I'm excited, yeah. I lo- I've been to Australia a few times, and um, the first time it was a living nightmare, because I was only there for about 18 hours. Oh, wow. So I, was, I was flying maybe twice as long as I was actually there just due to a scheduling snafu. And then the last time I was there, I was uh, playing at a casino, and so I spent all of my time playing poker. This time, I'm determined to actually leave my hotel and go out into the world and see what it's all about. So, yeah, very much looking forward
0: to it. That's good to hear. Whereabouts are you at the moment? You're in America. What state?
1: Michigan, Michigan. where I live.
0: Ah, nice, nice. Is, Is it winter or summer over there?
1: Amazing
0: hot summertime. We're at uh, the peak of summer right now. Ah, oh, nice. Well, you tour's tour's timed nicely for just the end of our winter, so it'll cool down a little bit. Not, it's not a Michigan winter, so you've timed that well. What? I'm sorry. Say that again. Oh, sorry. You just your tour. You're here in the end of August. Um, just the end of our winter, so you'll be able to get out of that sun. Oh, perfect.
1: Yeah, it'll be a great release
0: then. <laughs> yeah. Now you're only you're only here for three dates. It's a pretty short tour. Not not quite eighteen hours, but yeah, not. Not exactly the full month or two.
1: Yeah, I cannot seem to figure this out. I I don't know why I'm not there for two weeks. So I can really, you know, my brain can adjust to the time and I can go exploring and see things and meet people. But um, apparently the powers that be don't don't want me in Australia very long, every time. So what are you going to do? I'm also not doing anything on, on the, you know, other than the East Coast. So... I hope when I come back next time to, to um, be able to see a little bit more of the country.
0: No, definitely, definitely. And you're coming out in support of your, is it a new out? Al- you've got a new album out coming out for the tour? Uh,
1: well, I'm touring really in support of the, my last album, uh, Lion, which came out um, in November. So it'll be just under a year that the record's been out.
0: Ah, so and this is like last you came out of Australia you to it was it about a year ago you were here last?
1: No, I think it was um 3 or 4
0: years ago. Oh wow, time for, like, Wow, Cuz you sort of came out of nowhere and yes, yeah, sold out. Like do you think YouTube sort of helped launch your popularity over here? What, YouTube? Oh, it's just cuz you sort of came out you you you're pretty successful like you're playing some big venues over here, but like we don't really have much on TV in the way of comedy, so yeah, why do you think is sort of so popular over here?
1: I mean, it's, I can only attribute the fact that people are buying tickets to the fact that, um, you know, they've seen videos online, which, you know, it used to infuriate me when I would look out into the audience and I would see people with their shitty cell phones, you know, taping the shows and then uploading them to YouTube. And then I it dawned on me one day that that was ridiculous and that it's maybe the greatest sort of you know, 2013 version of word of mouth that you can get. It, it's the new grassroots, you know what I mean? It's the way that people share things with each other. So, how I encourage it. I mean, it, yeah, it sort of ruins jokes, I guess. Um, people know punchlines before they should. And and if I insert something into a show one night, it, the next day it's already available for, for people to see. So there's not many surprises left, but... I try to keep the show loose enough now that I do different things every night and, and so I try to stay at least a step ahead of of um people who've seen the the videos. But yeah, I love YouTube now. Thank you, YouTube, for giving me a career outside of the United States.
0: Uh oh, and straight after um Australia you're going to England oh to the Europe the UK I think you got a date in Estonia I saw on the tour date.
1: Yeah, I don't even know where that is, to <laughs> with you, but I'm gonna
0: go. Uh, no, did you ever? When you started, happened. you started out. When you started out, did you ever sort of see yourself, you know, traveling, you know, places like Estonia that um, you know you don't even know? <laughs> yeah,
1: right. No, of course not. I, you know, I didn't think I was ever gonna leave my hometown. I just, you know, much less go to Australia and Estonia and play festivals in the UK and, and in Holland. Dude, that's, it's crazy to me that I'm doing this. I didn't, I didn't know. These are. These are I, I never wanted to be a comedian. My songs were always very sort of internal and for me and my friends and never meant to be shared with the public at large. And then once I did, once I sort of took that chance and did it, and people responded well. Uh, you know, I, I had no idea that it would last as long as it has, and I'm, I still sort of knock on wood every time I think about it because um, it was never my intention to do this for a living. It was just sort of always a fun thing to do.
0: Oh, no. Did you start out in Mich- doing comedy in Michigan? Did I start out what? Did you start out in Michigan, like your first gigs in Michigan, or did you move to a different state?
1: Yeah, that's well, I mean, that's where I grew up. That's where I went to school, went to college, and that's where I started writing. Um, but I moved to New York when I was, I don't know, in my early 20s, you know, to pursue... The stage and to do acting and to do musical theater—that's what I wanted to do—and this was just sort of a side thing that I did for fun. So the fact that it's sort of—it's taken over, it's—it's it's replaced my <laughs> once grand dreams of, of uh, you know Broadway stardom and, and it's usurped that and become what I do now, what I'm known for, what I do for a living.
0: It's sort of crazy to me. Nice. Well, you talk about like you it. talk about Broadway. You're Tony nominated. Tony nominated. Congratulations. Yeah, that was
1: a fluke, I think. I don't know how the hell that happened, but, but um, you know, I guess it lends me some credibility.
0: <laughs> oh, it's pre- pretty fair effort. Every time we're Australia it, we're a bit light on for celebrities, but every time Hugh Jackman gets mentioned in the Tonys, it's front page news here, so.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I guess it's the pinnacle um, in terms of uh, commercial theater is, is the Broadway. Um, and, Believe me, I loved it when I was doing it, had a great time, was thrilled when it was over because it was, uh, it was brutally tiring and the schedule was crazy and I didn't write a single word of my own material when I was doing that show, but so it was sort of, you know, I was, I felt liberated when it was over, but you know, now that I have some perspective and I look back on it, it really was a great time.
0: How many shows a week were you doing, that was The Wedding Singer, was the Broadway show you're in, how many shows a week were you doing with that?
1: We did eight shows a week. Yeah, that's
0: pretty pretty fair effort. Pretty fair effort. And sort of, do you see yourself? Would you like to go back to Broadway? (laughs)
1: Um. Yeah, I think if I had the right, you know, if first of all, I have no idea if Broadway is even interested in me anymore. It's been so long. But if they were, and I found the right show, yeah, I think it'd be a lot of fun. I I mean, the Wedding Singer was probably two and a half hours long and I was on stage for maybe two hours and 20 minutes of that. I would love to find a show where I just pop out at the end of the first act and sing a big curtain (laughs) closing number where everybody stands up and cheers and then that's all I had to do. That would be my dream. Then I would definitely go back. I mean, if I had to do another show where I was on stage 95% of the show, I don't know if I could take it anymore.
0: I'm an old man. (laughs) You wouldn't think of maybe, you know, your trip, your eighteen hour trip to Australia turning that into a Broadway show?
1: <laughs> oh, you mean write my own Broadway show? That yeah. I that I would do because then I would just write myself into the show stealing number and let somebody else do all the hard work.
0: Oh no well maybe maybe return the favor, get Adam Sandler to, you know, do do the grunt work and you steal the show. <laughs> all right, I'll give him a call. Oh sure I sure.
1: I certainly don't.
0: Oh, I, I think I think you're underselling your currency with the Tony nomination. I reckon when you're in Sydney, you want a restaurant, you drop that Tony nomination over here. Just say your mates with Hugh Jackman, you'll own this city, buddy. All
1: right, so maybe I'll bring the plaque they gave me with me.
0: Oh, you get a plaque for the nomination,
1: and I'll just show it. I'll just show it to people. The one that says Tony nomination. Well, yeah, that, all right, good idea.
0: Well, that, there, there you go. Sa- you'll save yourself hours at customs just by bringing that through. <laughs>
1: Hey, do you think I
0: could
1: meet uh, Hugh Jackman while I'm there? Because you know yeah. he is—he is big in the
0: Broadway world. You've probably got more chance in New York, because I think he's—he's—I think he's based in New York these days. now oh. I reckon we could right. tee up Russell right. Crowe. Oh, okay, good enough. I'll yeah. take it. Are you willing to do? Um, he'll make you wear his football team jersey, though, and take some photos. Is that okay? <laughs> hit me with a phone if I don't comply yeah 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 it's sort of like every Australian like every everyone who comes overseas it's Russell he gives them a jersey his team's red and green so red and green stripes and yeah you'll be pictured in the front page and, that, that's, and he, he may make you listen to some of his music so <laughs> oh yeah 30
1: odd foot of grunt is, is yeah it yeah,
0: 30 odd foot of grunt oh he's solo work now he dropped the band It's just I don't think he's doing he's split up with his wife recently it's been awkward he hasn't he, his music has suffered for it
1: I'm really learning a lot about Russell Crowe on this phone call. This is fantastic.
0: Well, that, that's that's what the, the podcast's about. It's all about Russell Crowe. Sorry, buddy. So you're looking... Oh, I didn't
1: know about Russell. is the name of the podcast. I had no idea. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. All right,
1: now I'm on board.
0: It's actually a lore over here. Once we get a celebrity, we have to, you know, that's the only way we can get any exposure over here. So you're looking forward to, when you're in Sydney, Brisbane, like a limited tour, anything you're keen to do? See any animals? Maybe go to the beach? You know... Uh... Isn't it, didn't you just say it was the winter
1: time there? I guess I'm probably not going to go to the beach. Although the last time I was there, the people I was with went to the beach. I, as I may have mentioned or not, couldn't be dragged from uh, the poker tables where I was uh, safely ensconced for the entire time I was there. So, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll try to get outside and see some, some of the local flora and fauna this
0: time. Oh no! Nice. So well, I think there's a couple of, in Bondi Beach in Sydney. There's a couple of um, rooms where you can play poker with a beach view. So that might that might solve the problem.
1: There you go. I'm in.
0: There you go. So Stephen Lynch, you're coming out later in the August. I'll put the dates up on our website. Anything Anything you'd like to say before we head off?
1: Uh, no. Thanks for having me, and um, I look forward to coming back. Can't wait to do some of these new songs that I have. Uh,
0: not been able to play uh, in Australia ever, so exciting. No, not a problem. Well, thanks, mate, for giving up the time. Looking forward to seeing your show, and yeah, see you in late August. All right, appreciate it.
1: Thanks.
0: Cheers, mate. Thanks for that. And
1: say hi to Russell for me. Appreciate oh,
0: it. Will do, and we'll see if we can get Hugh Jackman to your sh- Are you willing to comp? Oh, he can afford to buy a ticket. <laughs> I'll
1: give him a plus
0: one. I'll oh, give him a plus one. Sweet, sweet. I'll call, get him and Dev and organize it. Thanks mate and have a good have a good day.
1: All right. Thanks. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>